Hey, Nick, how's it going, man? It's going great, Phil. How about you? Doing well. I, uh, I just want to ask you about um, the game on Sunday. Obviously, you yep. guys were pretty heavy with 11 personnel yep. in that game. I have sort of a, a chicken or the egg question, I guess, for you. Um, we saw a lot of shotgun from the team, too. Can you have, and we've seen it before, I know, you know, 12 personnel out of shotgun, but do those things impact each other, I guess? If, if you decide before the game, hey, it's going to be an 11 personnel game, or you decide, hey, we want to be out of the shotgun a lot, can that impact how often the tight ends are being used? Yeah, no, I think, I mean, you can be in shotgun and, and run 12 personnel, 11 personnel. I think it's, you know, it just depends on what you're trying to do and, and how you're trying to do it and the, the state of the game. But no, absolutely. I mean, you could run shotgun out of 13 personnel if you wanted to. So those two aren't, they're not, you know, uh, independent of one another. It's just, you know, however you want to structure formationally what you're trying to do. And what, just with that matchup in particular, was there was there something about the way the Steelers play that that made it better for you guys to just roll with the one tight end pretty much for the most part? Well, I think it was just going into the week. I mean, some weeks are obviously different than others, but just, you know, whether it's, there's a lot of things that go into it early in the week, call it, you know, Monday to Tuesday to Wednesday game plan, but just relatively speaking, um, structurally, whether it's, you know, front, whether it's formation, whether it's spacing, whether it's coverage, it all kind of ties together in a variety of different areas, you know, relative to the game plan. So that was how we decided to go after it that week. And, and um, you know, we're happy with the result to get a win. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, thank you, Phil. My next question, Bob Sosie, followed by Jim McBride. Hi. Hey, good morning, Nick. Hey, good morning, Bob. Uh, I, I, you probably have already answered this kind of with your with your responses to Phil, but I'm you know going from one game to another, different personnel groupings, different uh, you know emphases, uh, if you will, offensively. Uh, safe to say that you guys remain a game plan specific team, and the yep. two games is really uh, too early to draw conclusions about whether you're trending one way or the other. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. I think every week, you know, you assess, A, the personnel that you have, right? I mean, you know, who's available for you? I and mean, there's injuries in this game and, and and so on and so forth. And then you look at, you know, what obviously you're about to face, what what, what you're going to see schematically from a personnel standpoint, matchup standpoint, not, you know, not just route running, but at the point of attack in the run game, et cetera. Uh, and then you go from there. So, yeah, absolutely. There's there's definitely a game plan element, and that's going to change week to week. And it's it's just, you know, um, it's just how we, we operate to try to give ourselves what we feel is the best opportunity to, to have success um, throughout the course of the game, whoever we're going to play. But yes, absolutely. There's, there's absolutely a game plan element. And very quickly, just uh, with John, yep. his willingness and his uh, ability to block, what have you seen from him now working with him for your plus? You, you know what? John U. Smith is, he, he's an incredible worker. Um, he works his, his, his tail off. He really, really does. He's put a lot of time in. He plays with really good effort. Um, he's a competitor. Uh, I love John Smith. I love Hunter. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm blessed. I have a, a great group of guys in my room, uh, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for the world. And, and John who has worked really hard. He plays with really good quickness, with good toughness, with good effort. And I was really pleased, uh, not just last week, but he's had two really good weeks of playing competitively at the point of attack. And uh, he can do a lot of things for us, you know, um, he's versatile. And, and um, I think that's just one of the things that he does that he takes a lot of pride in is, you know, helping us, you know, carve out yards in the run game to the best that he can and whatever way that week, respectively, we ask him to do those things. Thank you. And I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. Have a good day. You too. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, next up, Jim McBride, followed by Evan Lazar. Uh, hey, Nick, uh, you kind of answered this question a little bit with, with Bob's, but uh, with all the, the talk about the, the different 
blocking schemes, offensive line blocking schemes that the that you guys have uh, kind of gone shifted towards this year. Yep. How have you seen Jonu and Hunter kind of adjust to those changes and ingratiate themselves into the blocking schemes? Yeah, they've done a great job. Uh, Hunter, Jonu, they've done a great job. Um, and again, you know, I, I think I answered this. It may have been a week ago, but relative to variety of run schemes, I mean, we, you know, we've we've always had a I would say volume in terms of inventory in terms what, what we're doing in the run game. So these guys have worked, uh, you know, whether whatever the techniques are, the techniques are based on the game plan, based on the style of run that we're going to run. But it's fundamentals. They've really worked on their fundamentals. It's footwork. It's hat and hand placement. You know, it's getting, you know, talk about two-step quickness, getting our second foot in the ground before contact. Those are all things fundamentally that it doesn't matter what you draw up, X's and O's. It could be the outside zone, inside zone, gap schemes, perimeter plays you know, counterplay, they don't really matter. What matters is you do it with good fundamentals. And, and that's the thing we've really been trying to focus on dating back to honestly, even spring. And we're going to continue to do that. We still got to get a lot better and, and polish those things and continue to refine some things, but the, you know, they've done a great job um, with those, with those things and those nuances. And again, when we, you know, teaching fundamentals, I try to keep everything as much same as teaching. So, you know, it could be, it could present itself as 24 different runs, but really for those guys, it might be 12 because it's the same application of footwork for this block as opposed to this block and this block. So you put them into buckets and you try to make learning easy and fast because this game happens fast and, and, and you're playing against really, really good players, the best in the world. So we try to make it simple, try to make learning easy so that we can focus on the fundamentals and really, you know, use that to our advantage by playing clean. Appreciate that, Nick. Yeah, thank you, Jim. Have a good day. Two final, two final questions, Evan Lazar and Mark Gaines. Hey, Nick, how you doing? Great. Yourself? I'm doing well, thanks. I, I wanted to ask you about running the football without a fullback because we, we haven't really seen you guys do that a ton lately, uh, you know, the last sure. 20 years, really. Um, some actions maybe for Janu that, like, would kind of mimic a fullback a little bit maybe, but just overall um, how you guys have kind of adjusted as a staff to not having a true fullback in the backfield. Yeah, you know, I, it's funny. Like, a couple years ago, obviously – um, I was asked a similar question. I said, I mean, I don't even talk in terms of like fullback. It's really F, you know, and that F can, it's like a horse of a different hue, right? It can take on a bunch of different body types, whether it's a tight end, whether it's a, a you know, more of an inline tight end in years past or whatever it is, or just a, a, a pass game tight end or a true fullback in the James Devlin, uh, Jakob Johnson role, but, uh, or, you know, their body type rather. Um, but, you know, really for, for us, it's we've run all these runs, you know, from the call it one back. Uh, we still have two, the ability to get the two back with all those things. I mean, it's how you structure the formation. So from an inventory, it just week by week, it'll depend on how we want to uh, displace the formation, how we want to get to certain things and go from there. But, you know, just obviously it's, it's less two back stuff. When you don't have a, a true fullback, but I mean, we have all those things in our inventory. We've you know worked through things like that in the spring as well. So um, you know, it's just a matter of what we want to do here. You know, per opponent, you know, game by game basis, really, Evan. Yeah, that was kind of my follow up. Was like with the personnel that you have on the roster now, whether mm -hmm. it's Johnny or somebody else. Let's say the plan is uh, we we could really use a two back formation this week. Yep. Like this would be really good. Do you guys feel like you have? Um, you know, uh, somebody like John or maybe somebody else that could be a fullback for a week. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I do. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Thank you, Evan. And last question, Mark Daniels. Hey, Nick. Hope you're having a, a good Tuesday. You too. Um, I, I was thinking about this the 
2018, Josh McDaniels gave us a brief peek of the behind the curtain and was explaining that the assistants have different roles during the week. And I think at the time in 18, you were, he said yours was third downs. And I was wondering, is it, yeah. is it still third downs? Is that still part of your role when it comes to game planning? Uh, right now we, we game plan collectively in terms of scouting report stuff, you know, uh, I'm not doing really third down uh, in terms of the scouting report, but we all game plan it together uh, in terms of design and plays and stuff like that. So do you, I know that I mean, maybe it's different now, but do you have a, a specific role? Like when it comes to that stuff, would it be yeah, red we, zone or? Yeah, yeah we, we work together. I mean, we've honestly, the way that we've done it collectively here is we're putting together the scouting report as we get going here week by week. And then we'll present that as, as obviously a unit uh, collectively together. Interesting. And, uh, Overall, um, as you guys head into week three here, a lot of time we talk about identity. Um, yep. Is is that something you guys ever talk about I identity? At what point in the season do you sort of discover it, or is that something I guess um drive by the media? Yeah, no, I think I think you you always want to establish your identity and and playing clean uh, football. You want to be tough. You know, you want to be physical. You want to play with great effort and toughness and finish. And and those are the things that I think transcend whatever you're trying to do. Um, obviously with a, with a high level of execution and, and, you know, you're, you're obviously early in the season, you're trying to refine those fundamentals. You're trying to grow, you're trying to learn, uh, as a group, learn who you are, learn what you do well, learn what you can tweak. And I think that's an ever evolving process, especially earlier in the season. You know, you come out of training camp, you come out of the preseason, you get going here early in the season and it's just, it's starting to stack days and build, but absolutely, you know, um, you know, we want, we want to be tough. We want to, you want to take care of the football and want to play clean. I mean, those are the things that. I think we, you know, you always want to do when you get out on the football field. Awesome. Thanks, Nick. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you, Nick. Thanks, everyone.